0: I miss retirement.
1: Welcome back to your football fantasy. Grab a drink, roll back your foreskin, and let Grease Nuts, Big Wiz, and the Bullfrog stroke your fantasy loins.
0: Get out of your phone. This is going to help. Get out of your (laughs) phone. Hey, guys. uh, Welcome back to the show. It has been a few weeks. Last week, um, I was out of town. Apologize for that. But the week before, we had a catastrophic... There was a fire in the studio, and legitimately everything that we owned burned down. Yeah, we we, apologize. That is the only thing that could keep us from putting the show on. I was digging through the wreckage, trying to find hard drives to to, to get something out there for you. Uh, it just didn't happen.
1: I'm Technical
2: difficulties of D nuts. I'm gonna blame it on Obama.
1: We almost had an audio hey. file of a sex tape of Dweez Nuts fucking in Obama. the Cave of Excellence, but uh, couldn't I, had find to put that s- I had to
0: put something out there. I'm not supposed to tell you guys, but I did get laid right before you came over. It was very exciting. Good for you. She made it a. She said, "I will do this if you promise not to tell anybody." Uh, I was like what? Well, what? She's not What's gonna that listen about? anyway. You're well, good. She doesn't fucking listen. But we're back. We're finally back.
1: As much as Wiz hates the fact that we're back, we're back. I can't tell you how many times he begged for us to be
0: canceled after this. This happened. No
1: guarantees from the Bullfrog. I might be on hiatus for a while after this episode. (laughs) Get Get as much from me as you can today, ladies and gentlemen. Well, you're going to be doing some daily deep throw later. I got some kids' basketball starting up here next week. Oh shit! Let's do some news, and then we'll take some shots, and then we'll have a show. Just like you've
0: all...
2: Halfway through, we'll start doing the shots. Come to know and love. Yeah. Every through what? News. News. You'd go wild, these news typically. Oh, well, we're going to be real quick. Y'all can just shut the fuck up about it. And I'll just tell them what's going on.
1: This week in football.
0: Mahomes bust his knee on Thursday night. Looked really bad. Obviously, just a dislocation. Wizard's saying there's uh, some surgery that he might need at some point. But as far as this year goes, three weeks. <clears throat> if you're freaking out... Don't. He'll be back in three weeks. He'll probably be more like the Mahomes of the last couple of weeks rather than last year or the first few weeks. A lot less mobile. As uh, you know, you dislocate your knee, it's liable to happen again. But he'll be back. Don't freak out. Don't try to get rid of him. Bullfrog, you traded him, what, the day before? That same day
2: of the game? A couple game? Day or
1: two before. Yeah, that was a, beautiful, injury. a beautiful, yes. move.
2: beautiful move. Any Any love for that running back, the, the, the backfield? Any of the, no. No, And the fucked up things. LaShawn McCoy appears to be a starter. He looked yeah. really
0: he looked really good. I mean, Damian Williams had opportunities last night. Last night? Yes, well, Thursday. In the
2: fourth quarter. He didn't. He
0: had it throughout the game. He just couldn't do anything with him. And, a, yes, a lot of that game was with Matt Moore at quarterback. But, I wouldn't you know, suspect anybody to be able to do anything with Matt Moore as quarterback. Even LaShawn McCoy, I think he had, what, 35 yards? 45 I mean, yards? Yeah. Almost all of them came Uh, In the first couple of series, I think he had 28, 30 yards in the first couple of series on a handful of runs. KC's defense came out of nowhere, though,
1: huh? Shut that fire up. I I called.
0: Didn't I tell the listeners to stream them? Well, you might have, but then the fire burned down our table. (laughs) Oh, that's what happened. Yeah. Fucking d nuts again. I wouldn't be too terribly worried. Um, Much like the Barkley News people, I got texts immediately after Barkley went down, should I trade him because I need help? If you have Mahomes... Go pick somebody up. Keep Mahomes on your roster. He'll be back shortly. In Green Bay, all three starting wide receivers, John Amoy, MVS, and uh, Devontae Adams, are going to be gone this week. It is official. They are out this week. This Lazard guy. I don't even know what his first name is. Alan Lazard.
1: Six-foot-five out of Iowa State.
0: Second-year guy, I Ayo, think. 2nd uh, might, might be worth a look. He's the guy that caught a touchdown pass. He had some nice numbers after Allison and MVS went out last week. If you can get him, go ahead and do it. He's been a hot pickup. We got him. Wiz, Who, who's in the Dynasty.
1: white guy that has the Coomero, Detroit Rock City? Kumaro. Jake Kumaro. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I thought he looked all money, right, I... but
1: Rodgers didn't, didn't look for him at all. He was out there well, every fucking route. He early, when MVS first it. went out in that game, Kumaro was out there for a while, but then as
0: soon as Allison went out, you didn't hear from Kumaro again, as far as I can tell the rest of the game. Lazard, Lazard, Lazar, whatever the fuck's name. Go pick this guy. If you can, you probably can't. Wiz, you didn't know it, but we got him. I tried. He a great I had zero
1: fab dollars in Dynasty, so I put a zero dollar bid on him. Yeah. And I think we out. got, we well, right, just spent much, Two, Right. I was hoping nobody else would try. To
0: beat you. Um, maybe worth a pick. Who did the Packers got this week? The Raiders. So, there's some value to be had there. Cheap. I think when we get to the daily deep throw, we're probably going to be talking about it.
1: Shot number one. Well, I haven't. Well, I I got more than than you
0: guys. You don't, but. I do. That's fine. That's
1: all
0: Saquon Barkley is playing this week. So, again, I hope you didn't freak out when he had that high ankle sprain. He'll be back. He's ready to go. You know, I don't know if he'll get a full workload, but a three-quarter workload for Barkley is the same as a full workload for almost any other back in the league. So congratulations if you kept him. Bigger congratulations if you were able to trade for him on the cheap after he went down. How about this series of trades that happened just last week? First, the Los Angeles Rams trade away Marcus Peters. To Baltimore. I don't know what they got for him here, but as soon as I saw it, I thought I, there's only one thing that I can tell is going right with this team right now, and that's that defensive backfield. Why would they get rid of Marcus Peters? And it wasn't two hours later, Jalen Ramsey is coming on into town.
1: Two first round picks and a third for Jalen Ramsey. Fourth, I think I and, think fourth and I think they Ramsey. only got a fifth for Peters. So I think well, that's yeah. what it was. Well it is I mean,
0: if you look at it, it's an age thing, right? Peters
1: is old, Ramsey's not. And he, he has a is the best. Cover Peter, corner in the game. Right? Yeah, Peters hasn't been Is very good Is better than Stephon Gilmore, really? I don't think so. Well, they said that he's bigger so he can match
2: up against anyone. That, I mean, that, that's kind of the claim. Jalen Ramsey's a badass. I mean, I
0: so this team's going to be fine. I think finally we're going to be able to see Ramsey do some stuff. I just thought it was interesting. Not super relevant for fantasy football because it's not like, it's not like they had a shitty defensive backfield before and all of a sudden Ramsey comes in and makes a big defense. Maybe... Maybe you look at uh, Marcus Peters going to Baltimore, and it all of a sudden becomes a tougher matchup for some wide receivers. But I just thought it was—I thought it was worth talking about really quickly.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they're better against the number ones now. You know, he's going to line right up against fucking Julio as long as Ramsey plays this week, which I think he is. So, do you think they gave up too much? For yes, Ramsey? I think so. But that's just my I, take. I do not.
2: I mean, you're, you're talking about end. Of, I mean, I, they had two first round picks coming for 2020. I'm not sure who they got the other one for. <laughs> Um, but they're gonna be a what, a top they're gonna make the playoffs probably, right? They're also a really
1: young team, let's not pass that up. Like you don't have to replace a lot of your pieces yeah. right now. Well, I don't know what the salary cap looks like, but Yeah, but they got a lot of money spent on Donald and Goff and That's
0: it, right? Girly a little bit. Girly. So, uh how about Darius Geis? Looks like he'll be back at practice in a week or so. When I know when this motherfucker's on the field and
2: playing, I think you can talk then about
0: Then you can talk about it. yeah, I don't know if this means anything, but you know, if you're in a super deep league, you might be able to consider picking up him up for zero fab dollars to stick on your bench just in case. Nikhil Harry, speaking of um, bench warmers, look, I picked him up in our Flexual Frustration League to put him on my IR recently. He's back at practice, and the wide receiver core in New England is struggling. So, again, maybe somebody worth picking up right now while you can still get him off your waiver wire, get him for zero fab dollars, and he'll be on the field maybe in a couple of weeks might be worth having. Josh Gordon's got multiple injuries that he's dealing with. Philip Dorsett has not panned out to be what we thought maybe Philip Dorsett could be, so maybe Harry's the answer. On the flip side of the injury issue, Will Disley, our boy, Will Disley, <laughs> torn Achilles out for the season. This is the second time in two years he's had a major injury, take him out. He
2: blew out his Achilles, oh, for right? This
0: Achilles this time. Last year it was a, a knee injury. I don't remember what it was. It wasn't an ACL, I don't think. Um, but. Tough go for this guy who was who was perform. I mean, he he had a great Montana season. Montana boy, yeah. He had a great season going. He has a great thing going with quarterback Russell Wilson. There, it,
2: I think any decent tight end has a great thing going with Russell Wilson.
0: So his replacement looks to be Luke
2: Wilson. Is that somebody you're saying people should go pick up? Pay attention to him. And yeah, at least watch. Uh, you know? I, if you there are again the tight end position continues to be kind of a shit show. Yes, it, it is. I think you take a gamble on the guy. So we did. We had Will Disley in our dynasty
0: league. We picked up Luke Wilson. We're not really we're not going to start him yet, but we'll put him on our roster and see what happens there. If like he it. ends up getting some of those red zone looks, that's all you can hope for. Um, how about this news out of Tennessee? Marcus Mariota is no longer the starting quarterback. Not injured, pulled out of the game last week. Replaced by Ryan Tannehill, and the coaching staff has already said Tannehill's our new guy.
2: He's our starter. Going into week seven. I think Mariota, similar to your boy down in Tampa, Jameis, famous Jameis, same year. They need Mariota needs a lot of coaching. Mariota has gotten worse, worse. every year since yes. he's been in the
0: I know he's ahead of some injury issues. He
2: was best with, with Weisenhunt, I believe. And he's just gotten drastically worse. Do you guys do you
0: guys like Tannehill coming in here? Do you think he's gonna do anything for the passing game? Tannehill. To Tannehill's credit, he's a decent passer. He was in Miami a decent passer. I will say that I went out in, in our league that I'm really struggling in. I'm struggling to find guys that can score points that have big games. I picked up both Corey Davis and A.J. Brown because if one of those two guys can get a relationship, get any kind of connection going with Tannehill, this is still a passing offense that could be prolific. Could be.
1: Yeah, I mean the receivers got weapons. Uh, I think they, I think they get a little bump with Tannehill in there because I think at this point in Tannehill's career, you see, you got to think of it, he's like, he's got nothing to lose, man. Mm -hmm. I gotta just go out there and sling it, and either it's gonna work for me, and I'm gonna be somewhere. And he will chuck it down the field. That's something I liked, and that's something I wanted a piece. Which guy's it gonna be though? That's the question. Right? Because at this rate, if he doesn't show out these last whatever weeks, he's just they're just gonna draft somebody in the first round, and he's gonna be done. I think they're different different receivers. I think.
2: Davis is a, a more possession guy, and I oh, think absolutely. In, in, in Brown can, can spread the field. But I think Brown's an all-around all better receiver. The, oh, the yeah. thing about Davis is, though, they've used him as a deep ball guy, a big play receiver, since he's came into town. Yeah, but I think
1: I think Mariota's been so bad. I, mean, I think Mariota's it, it, elbow injury, I think that had lingering effects on him because when he yeah. lost that nerve feeling in his fucking yeah, arm, can't like, fucking like, throw I, back. I think that was kind of what put him. And he was a system guy, you know, coming out of college. I like it. I was, I was, I put really small bids on these two. I think a
0: dollar on both of them. And I got them both. I was very excited about that. I um, just got to pick the right one. That's the but, hardest part. Uh, no. I, I have, have room for them both. I'm just gonna watch. I'm to play either of them yet. Oh, okay, this is another pick them up, sit them down, and wait to see what happens. But say if one of them is available in your league, listeners, if you if you can roster one of them just to see. I mean, it's it's one of these shots in the dark where it could pay off really well for you. If, uh, if you hit. We're done with the news, which means it's time for... Shot, 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 All right, we got, uh, some shots to take. I've got five. Wiz, you got three. Bullfrog, you got four. This is sort of an amalgamation of the last couple of weeks. It's a big word. Thank you. The episode that we did not air for you, I lost two bets. I lost a whole bunch of other things, including three in the pink, two in the stink. So... Five bets, five shots for me, all based on that episode. Mm. there's one. You didn't like that old camp. A little bit harder this time. I do got the. Uh, well, it doesn't probably mix well with the dirt you're drinking. <laughs> what is it tell, tell Bullfrog what you're actually drinking? And the listeners, what is it that you're drinking?
2: It is smoked cider, but with habanero peppers. Yeah. Yes, it tastes like fucking dirt. It tastes like you poured a fucking Why
0: bucket of yellow? dirt in your mouth. Because the peppers? The cider. Don't know. Hmm. Right. Lemonade and
1: gin from... or something. No, fucking
0: no. It's not good. Wiz, you got three shots this week. One of them came because you came in fourth out of five, I believe, this week in our Daily Deep Throw. Yep. Who'd you beat? Uh, Alan. Yeah, Alan well, sucks. That's pretty easy. It's like a freebie. And, uh, and then you had two shots from the episode that we could not air. Cheers. That's two for me. Bullfrog, you're taking four this week because well, you you, you failed to beat either of the two of us in three in the pink, two in the stink. We also played you in our Dynasty League. Whoop my ass. Dweeze Wiz kicked the shit out of the Bullfrog in yep. Dynasty this week. But it's not your fault. Like I told so Wiz and I were texting about this last week and his, and he was he, he said something that we're struggling and I and I I looked it up, and I, I responded, and I said, in the past three weeks, we've scored more points than anybody else has in the past four combined. Nice. So I think we're all right. Well,
2: yes, you're, you're accurate in that statement, but I, I'm still bitching about our, our McKinnon.
1: Yeah, oh, no, that is what it, the start is. Hawkins Damogorgon's in first again, though. <laughs> I, yeah, but you've
0: seen that he's scored 220 points less than we have on the season. I'm second highest in points. I'm in 10th place.
1: Go figure Hawkins, that But shit. that
0: happened to Hawkins last year. He got into the playoffs with the weakest goddamn schedule. Uh, yes, our fucking draft pick of <sighs> Jarek McKinnon at the tail end of the first round in our startup draft is fucking us. Killing us. If we had picked anybody else, mm-hmm. we'd have won last year, and we'd be fucking smoking the league this year. Our best pick, though, was McCaffrey. Oh, my God. And he was our fourth pick? Mm. After Gordon, after McKinnon, and after Keenan Keenan Allen. Allen. Wow. Fourth round, no. no it's we second. had four picks oh. in the first round Two and picks, half. Yeah, because yeah. I made some great trades.
2: Yes, yes, you did. We didn't have
0: any mid round picks, but whatever. I'm taking another shot. Who's with me? I just took one. How many do you owe, though, sir? One more. Let's just get fucked up and then have a good. I show. am. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that old camp wasn't that great. <laughs> I've had better old camp shots. that's funny oh fucking A what do you got next what are you doing next well what are you gonna do you want some of this or some of that I'll finish this try this one
2: no I've tried that that's pathetic it's delicious I took this
0: butterscotch schnapps and mixed it in with some root beer the other day when I was hanging out with the wife it was delicious
1: what do you
0: got in that cup right there? Why is there a toothbrush?
1: In this there? is root. This is root beer and <laughs> a Old Camp. Oh, it's not a toothbrush. A and a toothbrush. toothbrush.
0: This, <laughs> this is a A and W root beer and Old Camp peach pecan whiskey. It's delicious.
1: <laughs>
2: That's uh, got to be the fucking sweetest shit possible. You, you you mix some sugar in there too. You remember when I poured? You remember when I poured it on that ice cream the first time I got it? It made I was a not ice here for that topper. Time. The thing sounds Thanks good. Told you
0: about it. How many shots we got left? Let's finish these this so we can have one. a show. Please. I have one left. Cheers. All right. That's. Oh. By the time you take five shots of anything, the fifth one tastes like shit.
2: Uh, real quickly, stat of the week.
1: Big Wiz and his stat of the week.
2: I want you guys to tell me mm. which three running backs mm. have an a average yard per carry of greater than five with at least a hundred temps. Okay. So people like Lamar Jackson, Aaron Jones, clearly not over that. Um, Aaron Jones is not one of them
1: Delvin Cook
2: Delvin Cook is the first one at 5.4 thank Ooh. you okay. he's got 108 attempts
1: uh, and, he, about,
2: and he's pairing that with fucking 6 TDs that's what's made this guy so valuable so far
1: very is valuable. Christian McCaffrey up there? no no, he's not up there Austin Eckler is he yet over 5
2: yards per touch? Uh, again it's, it, it, he probably is but I'm going over 100 you're talking about Chubber I am. Yeah, Nick Chubb is yeah. at 5.32. 114 attempts and also 60 these folks. And this last one to me is the is most it uh, one, Barkley? most interesting one of them. It, it is, it is the AFC. Much. AFC again. AFC South. At Fournette. Fournette? Fournette? It yeah, is Fournette least. at 5.08. Is my boy at 115 attempts folks. And McCaffrey, sorry, is at 4.87. But the interesting part here of Fournette only one TD. Yeah,
0: yeah, and the so the that, really that, interesting part, I bet, I bet if you broke this down by game, he had that game with 225 yards, and I bet right. that skewed it bad.
2: Yeah, because actually going prior to last week, he was, was against a, Denver. He, he was actually a 5.7. So, so the, the answer to answer your question, is yes. Yeah. Um, but I think Fournette has been okay.
1: Oh, he's been fine. He's just not scoring. Touches. Just hasn't scored a TD. He's leading. The, he's only second behind McCaffrey in volume. Yeah. McCaffrey's the only one out touching him. Yeah, McCaffrey's. The season.
2: How
0: long? How much longer till he gets hurt, though?
2: I don't know if it's going to
0: happen. yeah, this year. I feel like if he's made. it Who gets this hurt far? first, McCaffrey or Fournette? Oh, not
2: McCaffrey. I don't think either of them will. Really? Yeah. You want to bet? I, it? I, I just think Fournette's been okay. I mean, Fournette, Fournette's... he's been okay.
0: McCaffrey just plays. Minshew's so been a uh, uh, godsend to Leonard
2: Fournette. Here's here's a question for both of you. You probably have seen more because I don't see a lot of Carolina games. So I don't see a lot of uh, Jacksonville games. Mm-hmm. I know Fournette takes hits. McCaffrey does. McCaffrey get pounded?
0: No, Not no, much. Uh, they they give it to him up the middle. I know. But even when they give it up to him up the middle, it does. He doesn't seem to get hit a lot. Like it, there's no like fucking yeah. Rock, rock and you
1: don't even see him plays where like it looks like he gets folded over no you know like you watch Aaron Jones like he'll slip and fall and get folded over and you're like fuck is his knee knees broke Same, same okay, with he yeah. just kinda Who else he gets hit is, he just goes down he doesn't look like he's gonna be in trouble Melvin ever. Gordon
2: does it to me like I don't own him this year but like typically owning Melvin Gordon every fucking hit he's seems in, like it's an yes, explosion yes. of course Melvin Gordon is a boulder of a human yeah he's like 6'3 so, or something yeah. so that's, that's
0: Gordon, a
1: little different than these guys not very good
2: yeah, but I mean, I I think McCaffrey, like I think your point is, is that he he's been running very effectively. He doesn't take major hits. Fournette, I think does. I think he's obviously somewhat likely to be injured. But I think it's interesting that here's a guy takes a lot of hits, still averaging and gets a ton of touches, and still getting five point over five point
1: yards per carry. It'll be interesting if he can keep it up all year. He cannot, and he's getting targets out of the backfield. That's the other other I mean, part of this. He's part of the pass. He's scoring a he's scoring a touchdown equivalent in points. Receiving every week. Receiving. He is getting out of the backfield. Yeah. Alright,
0: let's let's go on to three into a pink, two and a sink, just give a little update.
1: Oh yeah. Kinda
0: sweet. Kinda shitty. Uh, this past week was a big week for anybody that owned Amari Cooper on the tail end of this thing. Yours truly, Dewey's Nuts was the highest scoring player on the week with a hundred and seven positive points. Amari Cooper himself scored me, like, 85 of those. I think he ended up the wide receiver 90, hang on, 94, according to his ADP, 13. That scores you 81 points. He was the most selected 10-foot pole guy right along with Derrick Henry, though. So a lot of people benefited from that. The second highest scoring player on the week was the Big Wiz with 106, one point behind. Mm. which Bumped you in the rankings, however, again a lot of people had this dude, so it wasn't it was quite, too, too wasn't week, quite though. the boon as you expect. Yeah, I, I said after week three or four that y- you were either negative four or positive six and nothing else, and ever since then you've been scoring points. The number three highest scoring player on the week was your boy Shane. Scored a ninety nine, uh, not not quite over the hundred mark. Only the two of us broke the century mark this week. Congratulations. Sir, So that makes our top three players right now. Dweez Nuts is still in the lead. By the way, I'm the only player in this entire fucking group that has no negative scores yet on the year. Last year, Libertino, you won the whole goddamn thing. You're the only player that didn't score a negative. So I think we know where this is going. My 391 leads the group. Number two is uh, Jake's Fantasy Blog at 268. That is, yes, down 223 points. Or 123 points, rather. Car guy dropped with his negative 60 this week from second to third, 209. Wiz, you're in fourth at 195. You are nicking oh, damn. On his heels. Uh, Bullfrog, you scored a positive 53 this week, which was really good, but you did not put Amari Cooper in your 10-foot pole position. So mm-hmm. you're sitting at number nine overall at 74 points. Solid. Pretty Solid. good. I think we are split right down the middle as a group a little better than on the a little better than right now in the middle. There are more positives than there are negatives, which is pretty good.
2: Now, when you say, like, when you get to the last place,
0: how far do we go to the last place? How far down are the yeah. scores? Well, negative well, 2. So and 25.
2: what number is that? Is that 30-something? It's
0: 28. Okay. I have two three 391 points in, in the lead. At the very bottom, with negative 216 and only one week in the positive.
2: Cave of excellence. That would
0: be the cave of excellence. Mm-hmm. This week. She scored negative six. It's pretty good for her, though. Right above her would be the good doctor at 201. Down, he's beating her by 15 points. This, <laughs> this week, he scored 70.
1: And he's Jeez. beating her by
0: 15. That's so, it?
1: Did he have Cooper?
0: He's got three positive weeks. But uh, just barely eking out
2: the wife. Did he have Cooper? question do you question. Guys, Hang on. Since the doctor's doing so no, bad man, in so many him. leagues... He's bad all over. Do you guys... Are you guys, do you guys feel bad for bringing him on this show?
0: No, it's it's com- him comedic him <laughs> relief. <laughs> it's comedic yeah. relief when he comes on the show. He only comes on the show when you all bitch out. So like, I'd rather have have him on, on, on show.
2: speed dial, baby. <laughs> I'd rather have him on the show than Alan. Yeah, but hang on, Froggy and I didn't blow up a fucking episode. True. Yeah. So so true. As bad as we are, you really fucked this whole did fucking I, show up. Did I? Yeah, absolutely.
0: So the only interesting point I wanna I wanna bring up as far as player wise, obviously the leading score of the week was Mari Cooper scored. Anybody who had him scored eighty one just from him on the roster, which is fantastic. As far as the worst scoring player on the I mean Mixon, who was picked very widely, scored a negative thirty at the ball's deep position. But Juju Smith-Schuster. He's killing people. ADP was seven. Last week he got hurt, finished the wide receiver eighty. Seven. Problem
2: there is that Duck Hodges, or whatever the fuck you want to call this character, yeah. is going to keep killing Juju. Juju. Smith-Schuster was the most well, Rudolph's selected... Rudolph's back next week.
0: ...was the most selected Balls-D player in the whole group. So that's a
1: negative 80 for every single person that picked him.
2: Even with Rudolph, though, you're talking... Oh, no,
1: yeah, you're right. But, I mean, you can't blame a guy for picking Juju because that was trying to predict Ben. So, like... Yes. Yeah, Juju's a shitty pick now, but this you can't you shit. can't this be like ah, you happens. can't predict that Big Ben's going to miss the whole fucking season. It, yeah, you
2: know, Tyreek Hill. I'm assuming no one picked Tyreek Hill.
1: Nobody picked Tyreek Hill in the whole group. Um, I, so Tyreek Hill doesn't hurt you because he just gets zeros.
2: So let me ask you this question: until about, he
1: comes back and scores two touchdowns, right. you know? yeah, but he came back. He came back this past week. But
2: that's the point, though. Without well,
0: with, when with, he came he back, more, he scored two. He did. He did score a, tu- oh, a touchdown. He scored two touchdowns. the week before.
2: Yeah, but that was with fucking Mahomes, so. though.
0: Yeah, this past week two? he scored one, but he had zero targets until, like, the middle of the third quarter. Yeah. Yeah. So he got a touchdown. Let me ask you guys this. Moment. Rudolph comes back next week. Uh, I, I'm assuming, it, I haven't looked, but I'm assuming Juju's back and healthy.
2: Like, what do we expect of Juju Smith? Going forward. Not much. He's got Mason Rudolph this is for much a, season. I think Tomlin has... has- Without Big Ben, he slowed this offense yeah. down a little bit. We're not just fucking going to drop we are. We're going to use these two running backs. And he's yeah. using two running backs. I like Connor well, a lot. Whether it was
0: Tomlin or Rudolph, the, all the passes are going to the running backs. Whether yes. because yes. Tomlin's called yes. it or Rudolph's afraid to look down the field. You're right, yeah. We talked about this a few weeks ago. One of those two things is happening, and they're just
1: dump-offs. Yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, I think Juju is either deep ball or game script dependent now. Like maybe he gets a couple of those deep ball looks, or in games that they're just getting beat and they're gonna have to be thrown. Well, the other thing
2: though is that defense has come back to life. No, I right? mean they're playing really, really good defense good, yes. and
1: they're gonna pound the shit out exactly. of the ball. Exactly. So, so unless me, they're they down over, rely unless on they're defenses, down yes. three scores and they start just chucking it, yep. Juju is gonna be in play. They don't
2: have to fucking throw the ball deep right. anymore. So give yep.
1: me a number. Where does Juju finish? Where, where does he finish weekly?
0: Where do you rank him weekly going forward? Is he a wide receiver too? Is that far down? Yes. He's is he right?
1: Barely a two. Barely he's a like two. A, like you're a thinking two, between three. 20 and. I, I'm, I'm yeah, saying. I think I'm think thinking 20 to 30. I think Juju,
2: will, if you're lucky, he'll finish 20. Realistically,
1: 28.
0: That is. Yeah. That's what I'd say. Right about That's 30, a, 30. I mean, I, I ranked him higher than the rest of us. Talk I about a good receiver, actually. Overall. He's a great receiver. Yep. I mean, there, he struggled early on beating number one corners, but I think that was just a growth thing that needed to happen. I think he could have done it. I think he's a good receiver, yeah. I, to, to me, I'm st- I still put him somewhere in the mid-teens. I think he'll probably end up 16, 17, mm. maybe 15, around there. Because, because I think Rudolph starts to get a little more comfortable looking downfield. But, you know, we'll see what happens. I don't think I'll they mean, have to. Either way, Juju Smith-Schuster is one of those guys you drafted and you, you're you kicking yourself If you drafted him, it was early in the second round, and you're struggling right now. Let's get off of the three in the pink, two in the stink, because I'm winning, and that's all anybody needs to know. We're going to jump into the show. We're going to start off... That, oh, he's, this is, you know, at the
1: end of the, this is, he's the next big thing. (laughs)
0: Let's go with our studs. We're going to start off at the quarterback position here, obviously, if you, if it's, it's been a few weeks since you've listened, so... I'll remind you, each of us pick one. Each of us pick one position, tell you who we think is going to finish really fucking high. Somebody that you think you should roll out there with supreme confidence, but we pick it for a different position. And then we, uh, we compete with one another to see who did better. I got the quarterback position this week, and I'm going with Kyler Murray. So, I also ranked Kyler Murray highest out of all of us. I think I ranked him four or five. And, guys, he's, I think, the quarterback six right now, depending on your yeah, scoring, depending on scoring format.
2: So far, it's been a good call. We said that this team wouldn't be very good, but we said this fucking Huey fantasy. Which is exactly what's happening. And the issue
0: is, he's I, in what I looked at, he's six right now, maybe seven. But he hasn't scored. He didn't score very many touchdowns early on. He's only going to come up in the rankings because he's getting better. If you watch him play, he's getting better. This week he gets to play against the New York Giants. Because the Giants are fucking bad. We said this on the show before. Dwayne Haskins is the only quarterback that did not score multiple touchdowns against the Giants. Four out of six quarterbacks went for over three hundred passing yards. Why did you
2: say Wayne versus Dwayne?
0: I just forgot to put a D in there. I don't know. It's not like Dwayne's a name that, is that I write down yard? often. that similar. Dweez, Dweez is close. It's close. Four out of six quarterbacks th- threw for more than 300 yards. Kyler Murray's been fucking chucking the ball. He's thrown for at least 250 in four out of his six games. Only failed to hit that mark against Carolina and Seattle. Uh, Carolina's got a really solid defense. Seattle's shaky, but that was an early game. He's He's gone 300 yards in half of his games. They're throwing the ball a ton in Arizona. They're managing to play run a lot of plays in Arizona. Kyler Murray's scoring more. Touchdowns. He's been running the ball more in the past few. Early on, if you watched any of it, Kyler wasn't trying to run the ball. He was trying to make plays scrambling around Russell Wilson style. Not running it, but moving around and extending plays. In the past two weeks, he's gone over 10 rushing attempts in each of those two. He's finally accepting the fact that, hey, you know what? Sometimes I should just tuck it down and go instead of throwing it away. So I like the fact that he's doing that a little bit more. He's scoring more touchdowns through the air. uh, And the Giants suck. (laughs) <laughs> badly against the pass, so give me some Kyler Murray this week.
2: I'm going to go with Leonard. We talked about him earlier. Leonard Fournette, that is. is Again, 5.1 yards per attempt. He's going against Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Ooh, they bad. Let me give you their fucking numbers in the last three <sighs> games. Last three games alone. 269 in 2 TDs against Baltimore. Mm. 266 in 2 TDs against Arizona. Against against Pittsburgh. <clears throat> Only 66 yards on the ground and only one TD. However, as Froggy points it out with Leonard getting pa- getting receptions this year, they gave up 16 fucking receptions, 150 yards in a fucking TD. To the running back. To the fucking running back position. James
0: Connor, baby.
2: And fucking goddamn Jalen Samuel. Leonard Fournette should be the absolute best running back this week in week seven against Cincinnati.
1: Might just. 100% agree, Wiz. Nice job, buddy. I like Kyler Murray, too. Both good picks. I'm going to take wide receiver, not because I'm racist, but because he's a good player. <laughs> Goddamn it, you love a white receiver <laughs> so much. <clears throat> <clears throat> that <clears throat> That's going to be Cooper motherfucking cup. I own him in two leagues, so no bias there either. Uh, so, yeah, we don't look at those types of things. We just talked statistics. Wait, do you still own Trey Quinn anywhere? Uh, I never did, and oh, I don't. All right. But I Go think ahead. he's going to beat your boy Deion Kane this year, barely. Jesus. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. He's getting like one or two catches a week. Anyway, Atlanta's giving up ten touchdowns to wide receivers. Uh, only one team is worse. Can you name that team? Touchdowns to wide Washington, receivers. The New York Giants. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, yeah. That, that's the, that's the right guess. Yeah. Cooper Cup is averaging 11.5 targets per game. Right uh, and that was brought down because of last week when he only got five or six targets against the mm. 49ers, which was a fucking brutal matchup for God, the it, they're Rams good. owners. They're good. Uh, Atlanta funnels funnels those, those passes to the middle of the field, which uh, that's where Cooper Cup lives. Uh, maybe... Maybe Everett gets a little bump in this game as well over the middle, but uh, Cooper Cup is his favorite target this year, and uh, it's a get-right game for Jared Goff and Sean McVay. I mean, this is a game where they should look for Goff to throw for 404 touchdowns because coming off that San Francisco game, like oh. McVay's ego is going to be showing out. I feel like this week, and Cooper Cup's going to be heavily involved. I mean, in that Goff game. in the past couple of weeks has looked like. Trash. Yeah, I mean all season really not good except for that one game against Tampa. Even then he had like three picks, I'm but he had five hundred sure, yards. Pretty but. sure
0: I could throw a few touchdowns against Atlanta though.
1: Yeah. Well, I you mean, couldn't uh I
0: got some I got some juice in the old shoulder still.
1: So I mean there's a little bit of concern when you got when you got other guys on the field like Cooks and Woods, like could one of those guys explode instead? Yeah. You know, that could happen, but Cup seems to be the guy for golf this year. He seems hey, to be the best receiver than, on the team more than ever. what, so. what it came, what it comes down to for Cup, and it
0: did when he played, uh, you know, a couple years ago. Like Robert Woods hadn't scored a touchdown yet, has, has he this season? He rushed one. He had not caught a touchdown Correct. pass.
1: Right. Brandon Cooks hasn't
0: scored a touchdown pass in the red zone yeah. in his career, right. like ever. He Cooper he Cup
2: is
1: Cooper. the red zone target on yeah. this team, and he gets open and he. Yeah, finds but not his,
2: like, Cooper Cup continues to get so many targets because so he gets open. Yeah. But he, he, he's almost a better
0: receiver. He's running against safeties. He's running against linebackers. He's running against
2: supporters. Is the number one receiver on, on, on
0: this team.
2: I realize from fantasy eyes, it's cut. But if, if you're opposing defense, are they lining up against Robert Woods or, or Cooks? They're trying, well, I think it's but, hard to. They're trying
0: to stop Cooks, right? You have to yeah. stop Cooks because he's the big play. You never want to give up the big play. The big play's embarrassing. Or you never want the
2: guy to fucking take the top off over your back, That's right. Right. So that's what you always do. The question, though, is like, Cooper Cup, just continuously gets eight fucking targets.
1: But it's hard. Fucking 11 to 13 this
0: year. Here's the thing about the NFL today. I I said this last season on our show, right? It's... your best defensive players don't know how to cover the slot. Like they can't cover the middle of the field. It's a totally different fucking ball game. Yeah. So it's a slot receipt It's a slot receiver game now. There's yeah, a we handful talk, we've of, talked about that. Before there's a handful receivers. of outside receivers that like. Well, when said you, it, was, it was a black quarterback league. Yes, Friday he did. It. Yeah, and a white receiver. League. <laughs> it, at, at, on the outside, you have to be an incredible Julio Jones receiver to be able to beat anybody. But on the inside, when you're playing in the slot, like the coverage in the slot is just. Just by the nature of what it is, you don't have to be Julio Jones speed up. You gotta be quick. You gotta come out of a fucking cut quickly. That's all you have to do.
2: For a couple reasons. One, the NFL wants more points. Yeah. Right? They keep they keep they keep limiting defenses. Sure. I
1: mean, in fantasy football is taking off like a fucking rocket. That's where all the money's at. Money. Money, money, money. I mean, that's why like the Lions were fucking brilliant to sign a guy like Justin Coleman, the best slot corner in the NFL, to a big contract this offseason. And he's shown until Lazard fucking catches one in the fucking yeah. corner of the fucking end zone. So, uh, There's more week. reasons
2: than just fucking him, though. What's a, uh, Callahan, well, they're playing dude, a good when over the overall the over Callahan,
0: I was pissed because he's a great slot. Fucker. I mean, he's not played at all this year because he's been hurt, but Bryce was a great slot. All right, he's a good it's all about the nickelback at this point on the defense. If well, you really want to
2: shut down an offense. I it, think like, you brought it up. Lions are, are bringing out five defensive backs. Yes. T- unless you have fucking linebackers that can cover fucking tight ends at a slash fucking... Well, like, and, if,
1: and if you've been reading about the Ravens at all, they've got their best corner is Marlon Humphrey, who's an outside corner. But he has been shadowing guys into the slot. Like last week, Which everybody is- everybody was on Tyler Boyd because he was going to be in the slot and the Ravens had been getting fucking torched in the slot. Marlon Humphrey shadowed Boyd into the slot, shut him down for three catches and fourteen yards. But the number of people, so they're like believe... taking an outside guy to yeah. cover the number a slot of the people guy. believe they can do that. Right, that was right. so small. Yeah. Not well, many, also,
2: but... I think to your point, there's very few teams in the NFL that are willing to uh, adjust do on that. a weekly basis yeah. to, to fucking take away. You're seeing it right, right now from the Detroit Lions are fucking figuring out ways and just stuck. Well, I'm, I'm not going to let Patty Mahomes beat. me.
1: What's the matter? Big boy can't get it up.
0: Why don't, so so we're doing can't get it up here. In this segment, you pick anybody usually running back or wide receiver that looks like they should be fine, and we're concerned that you should either sit them or really just temper their your expectations for that player. Bullfrog, we're going to go bottom to top here. Kick us off with who you think we should really be tempering, or, may, you know, tell us, should we sit this guy?
1: Well, it was going to be Alvin Kamara, but he got ruled out you of that game. You should sit game. Alvin Kamara. I oh, yeah. agree with you.
0: Yes, he's not playing. So I
1: can't win that one. So nice. I guess I guess I want to go with on Johnson at uh, home against the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I watched the Lions quite a bit this year, and uh, I'm just—it's not that I don't like on Johnson. I do not like what they do with on Johnson against the Packers. It seemed like, all right, time to give on Johnson the ball. Let's just hand it to him up the middle mm-hmm. for a one-yard gain up the fucking lineman's ass and do it over <laughs> and over. Oh, we want to run it to the outside. We'll bring in J.D. McKissick JD to run McKissick. the fucking outside plays. I saw J.D. McKissick run it up fucking the middle a couple a. Of times. Yeah, great. So anyway, on Johnson, 3.28 yards per carry, and uh, most of that is because he went for 125 against Kansas City. The other four games this season, 49 yards, 41 yards, 36 yards, 34 yards. It's fucking pathetic. And I don't even blame him. I blame the scheme, the fucking game plan on how they're using the run game. It's fucking awful. Minnesota is always tough against the run. And until Patricia and fucking David, whatever, Bevel shows me something different. Daryl, fucking derelict. I don't really care. Until he shows me something different, I'm not going to trust Kerry on Johnson right now. It's fucking pathetic. If I'm a Lions fan at this point... They don't pass him the ball. They don't do shit. It's fucking if pathetic. I, if I
0: were a Lions pan, fan at this point, I'd be pissed off that the team was winning. Because
2: Patricia's not the coach that's going to get it done. But they keep winning. So I disagree with you. Fine. I think he is the coach. The, the problem is Bevel double <laughs> offensively. That, that offense looks bad. So.
1: Well, they look great. First quarter, second... They're like the Bears of last season. Like, look at what they did against Arizona and fucking Kansas City and Green Bay. First couple quarters, fucking Stafford's hitting bombs. They're opening up the field. Oh, we got a lead now. And we got they, a lead now. Let's they just they fucking run it out. up the middle yeah. for two yards. Like what well, the we, fuck? I mean, we talk about it in the
0: coaching changes show. Expect a lot of runs from a Daryl Bad box. runs. I mean, that that effective. They open the game run. with a yes, fucking flea flicker runs. that he hits Galladay for sixty six yeah, yards.
1: Like two plays out of the first, like five, were for at least fifty yeah. yards
0: passing. Were not they it's and fucking crazy? And then
1: they just kick conservative. Yes, I don't know if that's Patricia getting conservative or Bevel. One of those two guys. It's not second half is fucking terrible.
2: I do agree with you that he has been very ineffective running the ball. Super. Stats show baby. Is,
0: is, it, is it that the line can't block that? Is there a running scheme? I think it's garbage? the scheme in the play, the designs, Daryl. man. That He's had success running the ball in the past. Where? Uh, Where have he been? Seattle? He was,
2: Seattle? He also was, he was in the Bears. Was he with the Bears? I don't about that. But he was in fucking Seattle, though. I'm going to go with Scary Terry McLaren. McLaurin. McLaren. McLaren. Coming off his best game of the season, I think it was against
1: Miami for 100
2: yards, two TDs. This week, though, it's going against old fucking Dick
1: Sherman. Lying bastard fucking Sherman. What a douche he is, Yeah, he too. did straight wow. up tell a lie. Yeah, he did. What did he lie about? He, he said, up? Baker Mayfield wouldn't shake my hand the, after the
0: game. or At what the a pregame
1: bitch. thing, wasn't it? It was after the game. Oh. And, and, and then a, uh, a couple days uh,
0: later, video comes out of Sherman, uh, of Maker trying to shake his hand, and yeah. Sherman wouldn't shake his fucking hand. Yep. That's funny. Yeah, well, old
2: tricky Dick Sherman, folks. Let me tell you what he's done so far. Against Odell Beckham, fucking a lot better than fucking Scary Terry. Two fucking receptions, 27 yards. Cooper Cup. we talked about how good he is. Four receptions, 17 yards. Simple fact here. San Fran is number one in yards per game against defensively 150 yards receiving. They've given up per game. One TD per game, folks. One TD. They're so good. Fucking Washington sucks. They do. Bad. I realize what Scary Terry's done so far. I realize he's been a very effective person that you put in plug your lineup. Don't play him this week. You say sit him. Absolutely sit him. Has
0: he scored a touchdown in every game he's played? Mm. No, he
2: has not, but he's been very effective in terms of just amount of of
1: targets. Yeah, but has he? He he might not. I'll look it up.
0: I think he scored a touchdown. He played up until he got hurt,
1: he missed one game. I think, I think he has too. I yeah, five games. Every right? Every game he's, he's played, he's got, five you're... games, he's got six touchdowns. Does dude. he really? Yeah. Because he went one. He went one okay. his first four games. And Scary he missed a Gary Terry
2: McLaurin and and does have two. five TDs, twenty-three oh, five. receptions,
1: four hundred and eight, and five TDs. I guess I missed. Uh must so he he, have had one game that he didn't He's maybe. good but but I mean you're not wrong. First game of is
2: season 1 TD second game 1 TD in against New England 0 oh, TDs. There beat. it is. Fucking uh, Gilmore. Look, he's good. But San Francisco's defense is fucking
0: great. I don't I don't disagree. I think I think I yeah, I'd have a hard time starting Terry. I'm sitting him in Yahoo baby Yep. Okay, so my can't get it up. I just love the pick. The highest ranked guy out of the three of us. I'm picking Love Bell this week. Um, he's He's been getting it. He's been getting done. He hasn't scored a touchdown. Has he? Did he score last week? I don't know. He hasn't scored. He scored his first touchdown last week. That's right. When Sam Donald came back, he scored his first touchdown on the year. And he's been getting a lot of fucking volume week in and week out. But this week, the Jets have the Patriots. I think the Jets play the Patriots tight. But that Patriots defense is... So goddamn good. And they have shut down every running, almost every running back. Frank Gore went for 109. I don't know how you explain that. But Frank Gore went for 109. Everybody else, every single running back outside of Frank Gore, less than 40 yards rushing. Running backs have been moderately better in the passing game than they have in the rushing game, but really not by much. I mean, we're looking at 30 yards receiving for the average running back against this defense. Um, the running game is going to get shut down. If the Jets are really going to put up a show against the Patriots, it's going to be through the air. Watch Crowder have a lot of fucking targets in this game. Watch Robbie Anderson have a maybe a deep ball or two that he catches, but I just don't think it's Lev Bell's kind of day. Maybe some screen passes get going here or there, uh, but it, it's going to be tough sledding all the way. This New England Patriots defense... <clears throat> I will say this about the defense guys For the Patriots They've looked fucking Fucking incredible But they haven't played a team that had A winning record last season yet Mm. Trade them now. Like if you have them, trade them. You can get somebody for them. Please oh, trade I don't them now. Recommend that. They've been scoring touchdowns every goddamn week. That's well, not they gonna, the easiest that they continue to play the easiest. Their they schedule been has been the easiest that any team has had in the past like six years. Hey, when you play fucking Miami twice, yeah, that counts. They go for the first seven weeks of the year. They ha- they don't have to play a team that had a winning record last year. You whiz said to us on this show last year that. Good, the The best teams play the toughest teams from the divisions that they have to play. They do. Except that the Patriots haven't played a team that had a winning record last year yet. They're going to get, it's going to get tougher for them, but it is a good defense. It is going to, they're going to shut down Lev Bell in the running game. If he does any work, it's going to be in the passing game. I think Darnold doesn't have a problem airing it out though and throwing it downfield to his receivers. His receiving core is, is better than it was last year. And, uh, yeah. Shade. Lev Bell's a Lev Bell's a tough start this week. You gotta roll him out there if you if you drafted him. It was high enough, but you should be concerned.
1: Hide your kids. The boys are flex trafficking again. All
0: right, I'm gonna start. Um, I'm gonna pick Devin Singletary as my flex traffic this week. He's finally back. I know that Devin Singletary in the first two weeks when he was playing, I think he had nine carries total, but those nine carries went for something like 130 yards. This guy was averaging 12.7 yards per carry in his opportunities. It was really just a matter of time before his volume started to go up. He had to learn some pass pro. He had to learn some Other issues, you know, rookie running backs, right? You got to learn shit before you get on the field. But he was great with the ball, as I expected him to be. He's not going to come out here and get 15 carries this week. If he gets nine, I'll be really impressed. If he gets 10 total touches, I'll be really impressed. But he's he's scoring touchdowns. He's he did everything he needed him to do in the first two weeks, and this week he gets to play against the Dolphins. Okay, three out of the five weeks the Dolphins played, they give up double digit. Listen to this stat. Hang on. This is incredible to me. Three out of the five weeks the Dolphins have played this week, they've given <coughs> up double-digit fantasy points to two backs per team.
1: Nice.
0: Okay, so yes, Frank Gore is still going to be the guy, but they're giving up double digits to two backs per team in more games than not. 170 yards rushing per game, which is second or worst behind the Cincinnati Bengals on the season so far. They've given up 1.8 running back touchdowns per game, worst in the league right now. The Dolphins suck. Devin Singletary is a great player. We I expected him to be a really great player. His volume still not going to be there because he's just coming back off this injury. I think they waited till he was 100%, but he's just not ready to have a huge volume yet. It doesn't matter against the
1: Dolphins. This week you feel comfortable flexing him, absolutely. Got a question for you. Yeah. Directly related to my big money league, which I'm in first place in. Yes, Number two running back, CMC is on the pine. Who would you start, Devin Singletary or David Montgomery? Devin Singletary. Singletary. Uh, the New Orleans defense has been decent. Dear, they, are, they are. They tough. have been. They have been. They have been good. The only problem I have here is that going volume is going to go, be Montgomery. Yeah, Gore's going Gore's Gore's, Gore's, to Gore's get
0: sixteen
2: touches. The yes. Question is, is, where Singletary's touches in the game?
0: I don't know that David Montgomery's going to get more than 12, I, I, you know? I think you're right. Well, I don't know. He might. 13 touches for David Montgomery is worth 6 for Devin Singletary. Yeah. In, especially in that matchup. It's match just the way up, they've right? been going. In that matchup, oh my God. I don't Do think, think his points are going to
2: come from, t- from, from, from rushes. I think his points will come yeah. from receptions. Maybe like, they'll that, get that's a lead and he'll
1: get some more volume even if they can yeah. get a little comfortable lead. Right? I would play Singletary over Montgomery this week. I'm thinking about
2: it. So we're we're, thinking could about you, it. question, could you guys play both Singletary and Gore? Hmm.
0: This week, double digits per two. But uh, yes. ask you the question here: depend uh, if you're if you're struggling, if you've got some bye week issues. All right. Yeah, I would. Neither. 40. The, the interesting thing is like neither guy is very fast. They're no. at this point probably both four seven or six forties. But between the two, he's very slow. I think you were in a four six five. He's quick in a box, today. baby. He's quick in a phone. He's booth, very quick. That's He
2: saying. is very. Quick. Guys, I'm ten seconds in my <laughs> box too.
0: <laughs> is that all you last in the box? Ten seconds. I lasted three minutes before you guys. When you three out. minutes? Fucking proud. wow! Um, so I don't. Ex- you never ex- like ceiling wise. I don't expect Devin Singletary to have a sixty yard touchdown run, but he may have a. He may have three twenty yards new carries. Like mm. that is within the realm of what he can huh? do. I I rolled Devin Singletary out here this week <laughs> in the flex spot, regardless. And if you're picking between
2: him and Montgomery as the two,
0: yeah, I'd pick Singletary.
2: I'm gonna go with fucking Dante's Inferno. Oh my fucking god, Dante! Just
0: give me. Didn't you all just give me shit for Pettis last week? Maybe you don't pay attention, but yeah, everybody I, else in the guy. Man. I texted. Okay. I was I, 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 was I started that, that
2: shit. I started this shit and called you fucking out for being a bitch. I dropped him this week. To um, those, uh,
0: Tennessee mm,
1: receiver,
2: right. yeah, but let me tell you guys a secret. Here. about it, Dante's Inferno. It's week seven. I think he's he's finally gonna turn turn the corner here. I am praying he's gonna turn the corner because I've talked about him since last year. He's going up against Washington, folks, and Washington gives up twenty seven point eight points per game. Washington's defense is given up the fourth most receptions per game per fucking game. That's a lot. They also get the 4th most TDs per game at 2.3. And Marquise Goodwin and Samuel are out. Debo Samuel are not going to play this game. Week 5 and 6, fucking Dante has led the team in snap count. His catches per game, his snap count are going up. This is a good opportunity against one of the worst defenses in the NFL. That's Dante Pettis, the guy that everyone has forgotten about, will show up and give you a touchdown. You could
1: give it to me for be- it
2: better be early. Give it to me. Better, better it, be early so. in
1: the game. And, and
2: he, Josh Norman, the guy that used to be fucking good.
1: No. I mean, not existent nowadays. If it, I, I like Pettis. He's coming along, but the spot is just not the best spot for it. The spot, as far as matchup, like great, but if he doesn't get it early, it's yeah, not going to get it. What side. do you mean by that? What do you like, mean spot? if he does like in San Francisco? The game script. It's a great matchup because Washington sucks dick. But if he doesn't get one of those first two scores, he probably won't get any. Because why? Cause Coleman's going to get 18 carries. Breed is going to get 13 carries. Mostert's going to get 8 carries. Wilson's going to get 4 carries. I, I don't
2: disagree with you on that, except for that. Here's the difference. It's Washington's defense gave up the 4th most receptions per game. Jimmy we G. know they're going to get fucking receptions, okay? We know that. We also know this guy... Is not competing with Marquise Goodwin. He's not competing with Debo Samuel. They're not playing in week five and six. The last two weeks, he has fucking led the team in snap counts. We know those things.
1: I I agree, but I'm saying Jimmy G's only completing twenty passes a game because they don't need more. They say they just run. So all, if Kittle gets seven or eight, the running backs get seven or eight combined. That leaves you with six completions for every other player. You better fucking hope Pettis gets all six. That's what I'm saying. Could it happen? Yeah, because it's a great matchup where Washington's secondary is trash. I'm just saying that's what scares me. Tell us about your flexual or your flex uh, traffic. Yeah, I got a little. Hate Pettis, but you. I don't. I don't hate Pettis. It just it concerns me how good their defense is, and it's like tell us about why. Why move on? DK Metcalf, man, in a game against the Ravens, which I think's got a sneaky little high-scoring potential. Russell Wilson might be the best quarterback in the NFL right now. He's playing so well. What are you I mean, talking about? Jesus. Might be. I'm pretty sure oh, he is? absolutely is. You want is. to just go with that? I mean... I think he is. He's just... He's a better quarterback in the NFL. I don't he, think so, You man. watch this guy. Everything
2: he does works. He's got it all makes figured out. He plays first team continuously. It, it, he
1: makes it look easy. Reagan. I don't think... Like you said, he might be... I'm not sure there's anyone else. If he had to pick one, it might be him. Mm -hmm. Like to win a game? Russell, bring him in. Fucking A. Ravens secondary, not very good outside of Marlon Humphrey. Talked about him a little bit already. Last week he shadowed Boyd around. I think think Lockett's going to get a little bit of the shadow coverage this week, even if he goes into the slot. So I think that leaves DK Metcalf with some uh, good opportunities. No Will Disley. They were scripting some plays for him. There's going to be some yeah. play-action balls that Russell throws, and Metcalf is going to have opportunities. If he can bring a couple of those in, maybe a long touchdown he did last week, I think he's going to be a, a nice flex starter for you and maybe even some daily fantasy appeal, which I'll talk about later.
2: I agree with you on everything. The weird thing that per, that, that terrifies me with Locke a little bit is it's either going to get you four receptions or he's going to get 11. You don't know that. Yeah. right? We know Disley's been very effective. He's gone. Lockett's going to be fucking great or bad. And Metcalf,
1: there's opportunity here for him. Did you see Lockett's it? a virgin? 27 years old? Shut the fuck up. You didn't see that? I don't believe you. <laughs> it's all over the news, man. If you put it in the he's, ass, he said not counting. He's though, waiting right? for marriage. If 27. If put it in the ass, it does. Him and Russell, count. man, they must have had a thing going together there. Russell, yeah, we're joking each other. Russell was holding off too, right? For Sierra. Sierra fucking Sarah. What was her man. name?
2: Sarah. Sierra.
1: Sierra. Sierra.
2: Yeah. Man, like hey, uh,
0: I what I really like about this DK Metcalf is like Disley's getting a lot of red zone targets. A ton. Metcalf is huge. Yes. And we said early the two things he should be able to do are deep balls and red zone, but he hasn't had a lot of red zone opportunities this year with Disley going out. It wouldn't surprise me if literally every single one of the red zone targets that should have gone to Disley go there instead of Luke Wilson, which is why I don't believe Luke Wilson is necessarily. I think DK Metcalf has a big few games
2: here. He should. He should. And he should. I, 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 but I mean, here's the best part of this: this pick is that he
1: legitimately has the best quarterback in right. the NFL right that now. That helps. Yeah. I mean broken doesn't plays doesn't shuck, fucking matter. Chuck it deep to DK. He's <laughs> fucking out there somewhere, right?
2: Aaron, what made Aaron Rodgers so good five years ago is the guy who was fucking just wait around, wait around until those guys yeah. got open. Yeah. This is what Russell Wilson's currently doing, right.
0: only better because he's black, right?
2: <laughs> Overall,
1: I think that's a big part of it. I right? think yeah. so. Now that's a stream. That's
0: a Speaking of quarterbacks. Let's hit you with some streamers. Bullfrog, you are going to give us... Mm. No, Wiz, right? Wiz, you're going to give us a quarterback
2: streamer of the week. I'm going to go with Danny Jones for the Giants. Going against Arizona. we talk about this four. Arizona is great. They fucking throw the ball left and right. There's lots of fucking times where they it's a shootout in every single one of their fucking games. It's great for fantasy purposes. And Daniel Jones will put up fucking points this week. And here's the best part. And Saquon fucking Barkley is back. That helps. That helps a whole lot. 33% owned. And yeah, how did you say that? I did. <clears throat> I wasn't listening at all. I was doing something else on my computer at the time. Here's yeah. Daniel Jones against Arizona. Every time that Arizona plate steps on the field, if you have a quarterback or any player going against Arizona, play that guy. Play that it's a guy. good opportunity. Play that guy. We're talking about streaming, right? All right. Uh, in the tight end position, uh, as it
0: has been, most of the year, this is a very tough spot to be in, picking a tight end streamer. But yes, Bullfrog, I'm scrolling through the list of names, and this one just pops out at me because you've screamed his name mm. mid and coitus. I'm sure at some point. You like point. this
1: guy's name? I said him a couple weeks ago. here, maybe He's
0: been saying this name. No, this is Dawson.
1: It's not a bad name, though. It's a Knox. solid name. All right, what is it? A- can you, can Actually, you, Jessica's throwing around Dawson as an idea. But as a girl, I, I couldn't do exactly. it because of Dawson's Creek. It's just too much. Have, did you watch Dawson's oh, Creek? Oh, Dawson's Creek! I watched yeah. the entire show. Oh, of course, yeah, you everything. fucking homo did hell every yeah. episode. So when I graduated
0: college, I convinced my parents to pay for one more for me, semester for me to live on campus and do nothing.
1: Uh, Imagine so I, that! I laid you. down. And Van I watched, Wilder, a little Van.
0: No, you ever I, seen yeah, that yeah, oh hell, fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> I watched. I, so like during the day, between ten and like one in the afternoon every day, I laid on the couch. I watched Dawson's Creek. I watched Felicity. I watched fucking Ed. I watched all these shows and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. One Tree Hill. You ever get into that? And then I go out and get shit faced in the afternoon. Every goddamn it was the greatest semester of my life. Sounds good. Were you in college? I was out of college. Was done. <laughs> I just to clarify. Oh, you say semester? A semester is half a year. All right, right. Um, I, I I'm going with Dawson Knox here okay 21% owned in Yahoo but you know what Gerald Everett is 60% owned I would have picked him if I could because I think he's a great play but that's higher than our 50% threshold if you can get like an e- Gerald Everett please do but uh, 21% look Knox is averaging four targets a game. He has yet to put up a zero for you, which I know doesn't sound great, but when you're streaming tight ends that aren't very owned, if you're in a deep league, if you're in a league where people have multiple tight ends on their roster, you're looking for somebody who's not going to give you a zero. You're looking at the Miami. The Dolphins fucking suck, so there's an opportunity for somebody to score playing against this team. Knotts has increased in his snap count each week. From 54 percent in week one, all the way up to 72 percent in the last game that his team played, he's on the field more often than anybody. In fact, in the last game, Dawson Knox led his team in targets. Um, but these these are targets that you remember Nelson Aguilar at the beginning of last year, first game last year, he caught 14 balls and had like 30 yards. Mm-hmm. If Dawson Knox doesn't score a touchdown, he may end up with. Six catches. Yeah, for, Josh Allen throws the ball fifteen guys. for eighteen yards. I mean, this is. They're not throwing it very deep down the field to Knox, but you're hoping for a touchdown. He has had a couple of games where he broke a thirty, uh, a short catch for thirty yards. So this is what you're hoping for. If you're really streaming here deep in a twelve, let's say you're in a twelve-team league, half the fucking group owns two tight ends. Knox might be a
1: guy that could put up,
0: could put up ten points for you.
1: Could. Yeah, he is the type of guy that can take a five-yard pass and go. for fifty because he's a monster of a man with some athleticism. Yeah, if sure. you've seen him, if you've seen him on video, he's a he's a pretty athletic, big white honky oh, donkey your, donk donk. That's your bro. <laughs> that's your bro. I think his donkey's big. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I haven't seen it, but probably. But you'd like to? <laughs> if oh. I would not turn him down, <laughs> given the opportunity. Anyway, uh, I had to pick a defense this week, guys. Boy, bye weeks, shitty matchups. I was having a hard time. So I looked for a shitty offensive line to pick on and a team that likes to pass. Because what does a shitty offensive line combined with a team that passes a lot equate to? Opportunity for sacks and turnovers. I'm going with those Giants. Going against. Now, I do like Murray to score plenty of points, but if you're looking for five to seven points... The Giants might be able to get, you know, maybe three sacks and a turnover. It is five to seven points a top twelve? A top twelve defense? I'll say top. T- I bet they don't go top ten. Well, I'm not, I bet they don't tough, go top twelve. It was a tough find. I bet they don't go top twelve. You got how many teams on board? We made a
2: bet all year, asshole. Make, make your bet, bet, bet week. You, you that week. You gonna make this bet on a
1: defense that I had to pick on a stream? Yeah, that's a well, terrible what's pick? The bet? I bet they don't go top, top twelve. I want to bet it's points. Up. Battle. Yay! It's open! It's on the clock. Well, Mark it down. Fuck it. You, you're just trying to get a win to boost your percentage, <laughs> so you can feel good about yourself. I'll some more bets. That's what you need, Wiz. I'm okay. I'll take the loss for you. Okay, you can feel good about yourself. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let me let me finish here. Please do. <laughs> uh, the Giants are 13th in sacks right now at 16, so they're they're better than middle of the road. Uh, they're a home favorite versus a pass happy offense. Those are all good good equations uh or good you know good aspects of an equation that creates a defense here. Uh Kyler Murray has an eight point one percent sack rate, which is eighth worst, and that's like those that list of guys is like Luke Falk, Josh Rosen, fucking trash, trash, mm. trash. Trash. The only decent player above Kyler Murray is Deshaun Watson because he's had games where he was sacked like six times, eight times. Otherwise, Kyler Murray's as high as it gets as a as a valuable starting quarterback. And that's because they run a lot of plays and they pass it a lot. So I'm, I'm thinking the Giants can get you a few points out there. That's all. Well, I have a hard time picking that fucking team right now. You're well, thinking we top will 12. See.
2: You're
0: thinking top 12. Uh, you,
1: you're saying top 12, which is... is I'm not mat. saying anything. I just had to pick a defense. So I picked the suck-a-dick Giants. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> All right. While
0: you're talking, why don't you uh, why don't you Whoa. roll us on into the thing that makes you hard
1: each week. <laughs> Daily deep throat. All right. I'm just going to... You know, I don't want to go for a half hour like Dewey's Nuts. <laughs> I give so, you a lot of guys. There's 400 prom- people you could bet. I promise you a 50/50 every time. <laughs> so we're looking at 50, we're looking at DraftKings here guys. So I'm going to give you a couple names at each uh position and uh pick and choose, try to fill them in how you can. Quarterback, here are my four guys that I'm going to spread into the lineups. Goff against Atlanta, Murray against the Giants, Lamar Jackson against Seattle, Matt Ryan against the Rams. Those are my four quarterbacks. They're all salary-wise $600 spread. So, again, which guy you can piece in there. Fournette, I think he's 100% owned for me this week. 100%. Every fucking lineup I make, Fournette's in it. With, put him in your daily deep throw so you don't lose. Probably will. Match him up with me, buddy. Outside of Fournette, I think I'm going to go Barkley. First week back against Arizona, man. Wow. If the Giants are smart, Always ballsy feed First the beast. Feed the beast. I like Chris Carson against uh, Baltimore. We talked about that being a – I think it's going to be a sneaky high-scoring game, and he's getting opportunity. Not quite CMC, not quite Fournette opportunity, but he's in that up. second tier. Chris Carson, fucking money, man. And a lower guy at 5,000 that I'd like this week. That I think I'm going to sneak in there is Josh Jacobs. I know I talked a lot of shit about Josh Jacobs in the preseason. They're playing in Green Bay. Uh, Oakland's been better than people have expected. And they like to give Jacobs the ball. He's been building his passing game up. I think he can get 20 to 23 touches against Green Bay. I think I'm going to be alright with that at 5 grand. That's pretty low. Wide receivers. Wide receivers. Any Rams receiver you want to try, take a shot. <laughs> Worth it. Uh, Cup is at seventy four hundred. Woods is at fifty nine hundred, and Cooks is at fifty four. Two thousand dollars separating Cup and Cooks on DraftKings. Take a shot on some of those guys. I like DJ Chart Shark. Again, that's a tough pair though. Four net with Shark. That means they got to score a lot of points for those guys to hit ceilings. Again, in the GPP, you got to play guys that can hit a ceiling game. Do you think both of those guys can hit a ceiling in the same game? If so, play them both. If not, maybe mix and match Fournette in some lineups, Shark in some other lineups. I like Metcalf. Uh, if Kirk plays and it sounds like he's healthy, I like Christian Kirk. He's only like 5,100. Get T- the motherfucker place. right. T Y Hilton is probably as cheap as you will ever find him at fifty nine hundred against the Texans or against the uh, Texans. I like T Y Hilton a lot. And then at three grand, the minimum, Alan Lazard might be another guy that you went about fishing 100%. deep. You went fishing deep for that one. The dude played a quarter. He had five targets, four catches, sixty some yards, and a score. One quarter, he's gonna be their number one receiver. You went fishing deep for that one. <laughs> Not very often do I fish deep, but when I do, it's for a lizard. <laughs> it's for a lizard. A big fucking lizard. <laughs> Tight ends. We're going Evan Ingram. He's the number. He's fucking expensive though. And I don't know, man. You look at Daniel Jones just ba- just back this week from injury. Yeah, too, back right? this week from injury. Look at Daniel Jones's game logs. Do they look pretty? No, he fun? had one That's good first week. That first week, one good week against Tampa. Every other week, it's been like 170 yards, a score, and two picks. So, yeah, but let me. Ask it are doesn't you picking, excite are you me too Ingram much. Here? I don't think I'm going to go, but he's on my list. Let me ask you this question. Yeah.
0: In that one week where he went off, who caught a lot of those fucking yards? There was was Ingram. it Ingram? Ingram yes. had a 125 yeah. for the L- 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 Let
2: me jump in here to help help the fucking listeners. Sorry, are you going to mention this guy? I'm not sure, but well, I'm not done yet.
1: But Hunter Henry. Oh, he's going to be listening. Right, Thank you. Go ahead. Yeah. So I got Evan Ingram. I've got Mark Andrews. Again, I'm coming back to that game a lot, guys. If you'll notice, Andrews. So Ingram's at like 62 or 6400. Andrews is 49. I like Andrews a lot. What? Hunter Henry is at four. So the difference from Ingram to Henry is more than two thousand dollars. Down there, tell bitch. Okay. Bad. So and the one other guy is Hooper. Obviously, Hooper's been great. Atlanta passes a shitload. <coughs> Hooper's been great. So Hooper's always gonna be on the list. So another little thing. Defenses, I don't know. It depends on what you do with the rest. Buffalo's the most expensive on DraftKings. Obviously they're in a good spot. San Francisco's the second most expensive. They're obviously in a good spot. I like Jacksonville a little bit lower against Cincy, because we we talk shit about Cincinnati. They fucking suck. But look at your tight ends. All right? Arizona's giving up seven touchdowns to tight ends. That's the Ingram matchup. Everybody's going there. Uh, Tennessee's giving up four. That's the second most. That's who Hunter Henry gets. So I don't mind that matchup right there. Seattle's giving up three. That's the third most. And they got the Mark Andrews. So I'm kind of looking at those, those couple guys. But, yeah, that's it for my daily deep throw, guys. Find a way to piece some of those guys in there. You guys can steal them, win some money for yourselves. Good luck. Y'all get to go head to head here. Would you rather?
0: Let's you choose some which you rather. we're gonna go player for player. You tell me who you like. Uh, who's going first on the first one here? We're gonna start at the quarterback position. Go we're gonna start it. with two really rough. Spots All of these here. are rough. So let's say you're deep in the quarterback streaming situation. Who do you like better this week? Andy Dalton playing against
2: those Jacksonville Jaguars. Derek Carr playing against the Green Bay Packers. I'll jump on this because typically I go second and I lose, so maybe I'll do something differently this time. I don't think you've won a Would You Rather yet in two years. Um, Tall bitch, behave yourself. Yeah. I'm going to go with Andy Dalton because one thing I figured out is that fucking Zach Taylor, what he hasn't done is he hasn't given his best player the fucking ball. True. He just doesn't fucking do it. He just, just... fucking and says, I'm just going to keep throwing the ball. Dalton throws out a lot. Dalton throws the ball a lot. So you know what? Jacksonville just got rid of fucking Ramsey. I like the idea that Dalton's
1: going to get lots of opportunity. I'll take that. <sighs> I'll take fucking Carr against Green Bay. Fuck it. Darren Waller having a nice big game. He's always Tyra, Tyra Williams. Tyra Williams. out. Williams. What's his man,
0: issue? He's doing it. something nah. worse than they thought it was. Waller?
1: No, Williams. Williams. Wall- 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 Waller's dealing with Waller's Oh, yeah. planter fasciitis. Yeah. That's
0: not getting better. Waller's got some rib problem. Yeah, i, don't I know, eat, I'll eat, go eat, Derek Carr. Fuck it. Waller just got extended to 2023 with a legit contract. Good for yeah. him. Yeah. Let's go quarterbacks. Bullfrog, you hit me first on this one. This is our second and last quarterback selection. Again, let's say you're digging <sighs> deep. Here's two really
1: <sighs> tough matchups. You pick guys that I would not start anywhere. I know. I want you anywhere. to fucking go head-to-head. Jesus. Case
0: Keenum playing against San Francisco. Tough matchup. Or the undefeated Teddy Bridgewater playing against the Chicago Bears. I right? want to make it hard. Last last time I did this, you guys said
1: you made such easy fucking It's not helping things. the listeners. I don't give a shit about <laughs> the listeners. Okay. Damn it, nuts. I'll go Bridgewater. Against your fucking bears. Yeah,
2: I took the bears, so I I think Kingdom against San Fran is terrible. Um, I think Bridgewater if Bridgewater will be okay. He's a he's a, he's much more reserved, so I will go with Bridgewater against Chicago. Okay, so here
0: we got some running backs. We're moving on to the running back position. I got Carlos Hyde playing against Indianapolis. Uh, who? Fairly good defense right now. Or I got Melvin Gordon, who's not yet taken really over the role, playing against Tennessee, another really good defense. So we got a guy that was highly drafted in Gordon, a guy that was picked up
2: off the waivers in Carlos Hyde. Both tough matchups. Who do you like? My pick, I will go with uh, Carlos Hyde against Indy. The reason is that he he does get 16 to 20 carries per game. It's pretty continuous. That's what he does. I just don't like Gordon. Like you said, he just hasn't clearly taken, reestablished himself. He's clearly a better running back. The problem is Eckler's on the field a lot.
1: Yeah, I said in the preseason, early on in the season, that Gordon just wasn't that good of a running back and did not deserve for- a good big contract. So I got to stick with back. my boy. I mean, they the Chargers have gotten fucking worse since he came back and they try to make him a fucking... Their lead dog, with Eckler, their their offense was a shitload better. Keenan Allen was putting up huge numbers. Well, they also so I'm great because Keenan Allen's on my fucking. They are now missing their best offensive line. So well, yeah, their good. offensive line's been trashed since day one. But yeah, it is bad. But I'm gonna go with Hyde. Skip all that. Go with Hyde. I Check. would
0: like since you both picked Hyde, I'd like to make
1: that bet against the both of you. We sure, we are numb Just a straight up score for the week. Yep. All right. It's a bet. Yay! All right, two more running backs
0: we've got here. Neither is the legit starter on their team. We got Tariq Cohen, who has been struggling to get going. They keep saying on this team that they want to get him going against New Orleans this week. We got Jamal Williams. After Aaron Jones dropped the easiest touchdown pass I've seen in a long time and fumbled the ball, Jamal Williams got all the looks. Last week against Detroit, and to be honest, Jamal Williams is playing better than he's ever played before, and really? he's always gotten touches before. Green Bay's got Oakland this week, so you got Cohen against those Saints, but you got Williams against the Raiders. Is it me?
1: It's me. It is. Is me? Yeah, I think. I mean, I think Williams is getting. Uh, I think he's breaking more tackles than he's. He's more. He's his stats are more elusive than Aaron Jones right now. He's breaking more tackles. He's getting more yards after contact. Saints defense is tough, man, and Williams, I think this week's earned himself a damn near 50-50 split. It's almost like an every other drive kind of thing. So I'm going to take Jamal Williams. Yeah, I don't even think this is close. Reed Cohen's get like five touches per game versus
2: Jamal Williams is getting 15 touches per game. I, I'm i all with Froggy in this one. This is a not a close matchup. Jamal Williams.
0: That one I'm not willing to bet. Let's go our last running Not back. Enough? No, our last running back here. So these are some these are some much higher rated guys going into this week on the season. We've got David Johnson playing against the garbage New York Giants defense, or Derrick Henry, who's been surprisingly competent through most of the season thus far, playing against the Chargers defense, who's been surprisingly incompetent through most of the season.
2: So far, who you like. There's a lot to that with the LA Charges. The LA so Charges much. are missing a lot of their they're probably their best defensive player. That is Melvin Ingram. He's been out the last three, four weeks now. This if he misses this week, I think it'll be the fourth week. Um and like you said, Henry just keeps getting the ball. That's the impressive part here. I'm gonna go with David Johnson, just because I can't it, this is like a fucking car wreck. You just can't fucking look away from it. Sure. The Arizona fucking this is a, Arizona's a bad team. Fun fun fantasy
0: team. A fun fantasy just team. Said it from the jump.
2: Uh David Johnson just he, he's gonna get opportunities and get touches. Murray's gonna give him the ball. I like this the
1: Giants in Arizona should be a high scoring game on by David Johnson. Hmm. wreck, man. I, I I'm good with David Johnson this week, but I I wanna differentiate a little bit here. So I'm gonna take your boy and kick your own ass with your boy, Derek Henry this you week also been mine. getting the ball a shit he gets there. the touches he if they're if they're within <clears> the <throat> a, a yard or two or three of the red zone He's gonna give every carry yeah. possible. No, no, I, I like this.
2: You guys are just about a year and a half behind me. When yeah. I told you guys this I, last fucking year, hey, no, I would not pick
1: Derrick Henry. I'm not, Henry here, I'm not I'm that not big of a fan here. of Derrick Henry, but this I'm this could just, be a game where Henry goes for one fifty and two. I'm. This is the game. Just where saying
2: could. that you guys finally get get your your fuck cobwebs out of your fucking hands. You I, I like would it.
1: not draft Derrick Henry. I will not play Derrick Henry in a fan in a daily lineup. But of any week, this. Is going to be the week he shoves his big old dick right in your ass, All right,
0: let's go wide receivers here. I'm going to pick two wide receivers. One is widely considered a stud pre-draft but has been struggling. The other was was disrespected in the draft and played well early in the season. Both of them had really cush lineups or matchups this week. We got Brandon Cooks playing against those Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Bullfrog a minute ago, you said take any receiver on this team. Or we got John Brown playing against the Miami Dolphins. Worst team in the league right now for a quarterback who's who's
1: playing really quite well. Who do you like? I do like John Brown this year. I think he's really playing some good football. He's running some you nice routes. You liked r- him preseason? He's you running some nice routes. Times. I traded for him in our, our Flexual Frustration League. Uh, he's got a good rapport ding ding right with uh Josh Allen. But game script says it's a more of a Frank Gore Devin Singletary game and I'm <laughs> I'm all about this a sixty point fucking over under. That's not what it is, but it very easily could be on that Rams and Falcons game, so I gotta take a shot at Cooks.
2: Yeah, I absolutely agree with you on this one. John Brown, his name's Brown that it's like shit. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a real stretch to you're a word Good are smith. Word sh- smith, sir. <laughs> uh, I guess what I would tell you is this. Is, is Allen just doesn't throw the ball enough. It's 15 times at most, 20 times. Is Cooks, well, I, Froggy said this earlier, showing McVillie is going to show how witty he is and just fucking throw the ball 500 times this game. Um, I, I, give me Cooks. Cooks might even get a carry. A nice little end around.
0: Yeah, All right, let's go with, uh, these, these are streaming options at the wide receiver position. Golden Tate comes in and has a really nice game in his last outing. Gets to play against Arizona this week. We just said that defense is fucking trash. Or Larry Fitzgerald, quite the opposite, has been really consistently catching lots of targets, lots of balls on this Arizona team. Same game against the New York Giants. Which of these two older receivers is
2: going to have their day? I'm going to keep buying into these Arizona players. Give, give me Larry fucking Fitzgerald um, against the fucking Giants. Also a fucking bad defense. Neither of these fucking defenses are very good. Give me Larry Fitz. The, the ceiling is too high. Golden Tate just hasn't done it this year enough to fucking sit there and say it's worth buying into him.
1: He's done it in every game he's played. The whole and thing. it's like two. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Peterson is back this week for the Cardinals, which... Sterling Shepard is out. so I don't know who Patrick Peterson guards. Does he guard Slayton on the outside? Or does he try to find Tate in the slot a little bit? Ingram's back. Saquon's back. That takes me to Larry for this game. Larry's more consistent. He's due for a touchdown. He gets the red zone looks. I'm taking old man Larry. You guys didn't even mention Christian Kirk is out this game.
0: Has he been ruled out? He's out. Are you sure been very out? Kingsbury said, this guy is not going to be on the field until he's 100%. It hasn't hasn't been a declarative out, but I expect it. All right, my last one here is my favorite would you rather I've done ever. Um, This is two wide receivers on the same team playing against, as Wiz pointed out, the worst passing defense in the league. This is Michael Gallup of the Dallas Cowboys versus those Philadelphia defensive backs. Or Mari Cooper, who right now it looks like Cooper is likely to play, but there's a chance he's a little bit limited, a little bit hampered against that same Philadelphia
2: defense. Real quickly, it was Froggy who brought this Philadelphia defense up. Not me.
1: Okay. Whatever. But he's up. Who fucking cares? They've given up the most touchdowns to receivers yes. with 11 through six weeks. Ah. Uh... I mean, guys, so Cooper's expected to play. I just looked it up. It's like he'll play. It's a Friday night. It says he's getting better every day. Oh, man. That's a tough one. Interestingly, this is the one you call
0: tough.
1: Two receivers on the same team. Come on. Yeah, but... If if Cooper was healthy, it would be a hundred percent Cooper, no fucking question. But he's not. So Holy it's the injury man. concern, and I'm not a doctor, nor am I there at their practice. Yeah, let's call a doctor. I don't fucking know what's going on there. Problem. Uh, but I think Cooper and fucking Dak have a connection. So if Cooper's on the field, I'm gonna take him. I'll go Cooper. Good. I don't think this is the toughest one. I think it's interesting.
2: I do. I agree with you that Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup. Amari Cooper has been very interesting this year, paired with uh, Prescott. He continues to put up points. I don't think that Amari Cooper can continuously do it. I think he is injured. I'm going to go with Michael Gallup. Nice. Does that wishful thinking as our dynasty roster relies on him this week? No, I actually think that Gallup. The one thing that Gallup has proven this year is that he is a legit fucking receiver. He's good.
0: He's catching more of those balls than And he what do we pressure. know? That,
2: that fucking Philly's actually a pretty fucking bad they team. Are
0: so goddamn bad. Um,
2: and Gallup bad. is more healthy than Cooper. Okay, so that is our would you rather. There's
0: some disagreement in there, so we'll see who was better at making those calls. One last thing before uh, we send you off. However, there's only two of us playing this game anymore, so.
1: Who you got?
0: Last week I picked Dallas to beat the Jets. Yep. And the Jets fucking beat... So I'm out. I've gotten my three strikes. I'm no longer playing who you got. I'll take a shot for it if you'd like. If you pass me that peppermint shit. While you guys tell us... Listen. Yeah. While you guys tell us, if you're in a Survivor League, <coughs> you each have one strike now. Would who do you, you take it? We do have each have one strike uh, I think I did the gutsier pick here. This is a ballsy pick. Let me just tell you this,
2: listeners. San Francisco is the pick. San Francisco is the easy pick, and Froggy and I had this debate er, earlier in the week. It was yesterday I afternoon. I on this phone call. Um, There's some interesting stats here. I mean, I mean, we talked about it, but... but What did com- you say about the Bears winning out of the bye week? Since 2013, they have not won out of the bye week hmm, once, folks. <laughs> Good, bad, 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 bad pick. But I did go with the Chicago Bears at home against New, New Orleans. The New Orleans Saints
0: undefeated with Teddy Bridgewater.
2: Yeah, except they don't have Drew Brees, the fucking uh, Hall of Fame quarterback, and they don't have Elvin Kamara,
0: who hasn't done anything since Bridgewater's been in. And they haven't
2: lost. Elvin Kamara is one of the best NFL backs in the game right now, and I think the Bears, even without Hakim Hicks, will fucking show up. And it will be just like the fucking against the goddamn Minnesota Vikings. They will shut down the Nallens Saints. Uh, the reason I did not go you with you wanna say Nallins? the reason I did not go with the 49ers against Washington was I didn't like them traveling across country. It just seems like a trap game to me.
0: I take a shot with me.
1: Take
2: a oh yeah. Oh, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, butterscotch. Oh, yeah I was expecting worse probably- yeah uh I'm going with the consensus here you know I look at this the spreadsheet here there's 27 teams left out of 210 200-ish 27 teams left without a strike teams? 20, 21 of them went with the bills I jumped on the bandwagon and went with the bills. Um, th- four of them. Yes, the right four, of, four of the no strike went with the Niners, which you previously mentioned. So a bunch of the other guys towards the bottom also went with the Niners. We have a Jaguars in the top undefeated. That's my boss, and uh, he went with the Jags, which is a great pick at Cincy, but is a road game. And then one person in the undefeated realm went with the New England. They still had New England looming, which could be a sneaky little game uh, in New the York.
0: Jets have a. You know, I don't know what the sports spread. We know what the spread is on that game because I might pick oh, I know the Jets. What the spread with
1: the is. of course you do. Flip your pages. Let me get to week seven real fast. Oh!
0: God damn it, you and your paper.
1: Week seven, the spread when the last time I looked was a ten point spread. On I would take game,
0: the man. Jets and the points.
1: Come back, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm you might be the right there. Uh, the points. So then, when I scrolled through all two hundred teams, <laughs> you know how many people picked the Bears? One. One. One and that would be yours truly, this guy right here. Big, how do you not like that? Mammals, buddy, how do you not like that? You know, I just quite, I couldn't quite understand his logic when you had teams like the Bills, Niners, Jags out there, but he seemed like let's remind the listeners that the
0: Bills are playing the Dolphins and the, the 49ers got the Redskins. Is that right? Yes, so, the, the Redskins.
2: So we, it, it the Bears be play the Saints, pick. who are what five and one, undefeated with Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Even though I've, you keep oh, stating that, but is that do you really think that's going to continue? I mean, realistically, they keep losing players, and that's going to continue. I don't. I I don't see a whole lot of reason for it not to. Do we not agree? The Bears is Mitchell or,
1: back. Mitchell is back. Game time decision. I It saw doesn't
0: make a difference because him and Chase
2: Daniel are the, are same, the same level of quality. Okay. Yeah, Here's a question for you though: Are you picking against if you're going to take? A, you had to pick a team in that game. Who are you taking?
0: The Saints. Woo! I don't believe in you don't the. Bears. Make a bet on that
1: one. I just don't believe in the Bears. You better make a bet. If I can put it on the board, you guys are going. I'm to... going
2: straight up on that one.
0: I, I'll take the bet.
1: Straight up. It's a bet.
0: Yay! I mean, the with Bridgewater, the Saints have beat the Seahawks, the Cowboys. The Buccaneers and the Jags; these are decent teams. These are not bad. These are not like fucking cakewalks.
2: Yeah, and Kamara played every single one of those games. And the Bears, actually, the best defense of those. Yeah, but Kamara's averaging forty yards and no touchdowns. It doesn't matter. He's the fucking one of the best running backs in the NFL, but he's on the field. Those are those
0: are your picks for Survivor. We got Wiz with the Bears. Don't do that. We got uh, Froggy with the Bills. And if you've taken both of those. The 49ers seem like a, if there's a lock in the league this week, it's the goddamn San Francisco 49ers. But who am I to tell you? I've got three strikes in six weeks. Out. this goddamn thing. All I can do now is wait for y'all. One of y'all to win me some money. Bullfrog, before we leave these listeners to their football week, hit us
1: hard with your lesson of the week. Lesson of the week, guys. Let's talk uh-huh. running backs for a moment. This week, I'm all in on Wiz's boy, Leonard Fournette. Lesson yeah! of the week. If you're playing daily, put him in there. Lock him in. I'm going to have 100% ownership on that guy. He will be in my daily deep throw lineup. Some Are you guys going to match me or not? Leonard Fournette? Yeah. Yeah, he's my flex play. Ah. Second times,
0: volume. Trump's everything
1: else, what, especially volume. when it's volume versus shit. Yes. Yeah. I mean that is then a secondary Trump. That's like having right and left Bauer. The, yes, you a Euchre reference. Hey, you like that? I don't know if most of our listeners, we got a huge Trump team in California. They don't. Play oh, okay, anymore. that's a Michigan thing. Second one is It's an Ohio thing. Euchre was invented in a prison in Ohio. A quick lesson of the day about Joe Mixon. Yeah, two of our four listeners come from California. <laughs> Joe Mixon, lesson of the day. If you listen to the show, guys, you know my my, uh, my disliking and just not faith in a Joe Mixon player since day one. This week, we've discussed a possible trade option of Joe Mixon, second-round draft pick. Yeah. For Devin Singletary. Nine, Eleven. Teeny, a teeny draft pick. Maybe a double-digit draft pick. As a straight-up trade, and we have decided that, no, we don't want Joe Mixon. For Now, Joe Mixon faces the Jacksonville Jaguars, who I think is rated mm, 28th to 30th, according to different websites, against the run. If Joe Mixon cannot perform this week, Joe Mixon might be cut material. I tried telling you all about Joe fucking Mixon. Fuck off.
2: (laughs) Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Now pull up your pants, subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find
1: more from these limp, dick, butt pirates at www.yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com.